All right. Hello, everyone. How are y'all doing today? It is so great to be back with you here today. And I've got Grayson here with me, and we are really pumped to talk to you today. So, Grayson, thanks so much for coming on and being on with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. My first podcast ever, so that's pretty amazing. Yeah, this is a big deal then. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. First podcast with the Matt Mallory. Well, okay, let's not get carried away. But (laughs) anyway, so you know what, uh, everybody out there listening and watching, Grayson and I were thinking about this new series that we just started on Sundays uh, about the Holy Spirit, and we thought, uh, you know, there's probably going to be a lot of questions about the Holy Spirit and uh, about this topic. And, you know, so we want to take some time to try to help and maybe dispel any rumors or, or, you know, squash any myths that there might be, or also just help clear up confusion and answer questions that people might have about the Holy Spirit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, we heard, you know, it's called Holy Ghost stories. Like some people call the Holy Spirit the Holy Ghost. Some people call him the Holy Spirit. Like, uh, you know, there's a lot of confusion and we've heard different things. So we really just want to help you guys understand really, um, you know, what the Holy Spirit's all about and how he impacts our lives. Yeah, definitely. So we really hope that you will engage with the uh, sermon series that started just this last Sunday. So, and you can find those on our YouTube channel, and then you can uh, watch with us live during the services on Church Online and Grace. And we'll talk a little bit about that later uh, towards the end, uh, have some more information for you about that. But um, we hope that you'll be able to engage with this series. And we're going to try to get together each week uh, to try to talk about some of the things that come out and uh, answer some of your questions. So we'll give you some info at the end also about how you can get your questions into us, but you can also, you can just comment, comment straight. If you're watching on YouTube or whatever, you can comment there. Um, but yeah, so this is, I, I'm, we're gonna have a lot of fun, I think, and yeah. uh, I'm excited to, to do this. Um, so one thing that I think is important to talk about that Greg really opened this whole entire series with uh, is what the main role that the Holy Spirit plays in our lives actually is. As you mentioned already, there sometimes can be some confusion about what that is, you know, treating the Holy Spirit like he's some mystical force and we're not really sure what he does or what he's there for and and all of that. But Greg started this whole series out with the primary role of the Holy Spirit is to remind us of the work of Jesus. Yeah, and he's really getting most of that from, like, John and, and the upper room discourse is what it's called. But the, those middle chapters of John is Jesus uh, on the night where he's about to get tried and crucified and, and all of that. Um, but he he really talks about uh, who the Holy Spirit is and the fact that he's going away. And they're like, shoot, Jesus is going away. Like, what <laughs> yeah. do we do? Um, and he says the, the, the comforter is coming, basically. And... Yeah, I love how Greg started off by saying, like, you know, the the first thing that you need to know about the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit reminds us about what Jesus did. Yeah, I mean, so he reveals truth to us. He he opens us up to being able and being willing, really, to be honest, to hear and to understand the truth, mainly the truth about who Jesus is, what he did, and what all that was about. Because the reality is, I mean, you can simply tell somebody, Jesus, uh, you know, died on the cross to pay a penalty for our sin and rose from the dead. But 
that sounds normal maybe to people who have been in church for a long time or been exposed to Christianity a lot in their lives. And it's something maybe, I don't want to say take for granted because it's kind of the whole, the basis of everything, but it is something that we kind of gloss over as if that, well, that's just common information. It's common knowledge, but it is a confusing, strange thing, especially in the first century world, a person wouldn't do something like that. So it is kind of a strange and weird thing. Why would somebody do something like that? Um, and so the Holy Spirit comes along to help us understand what that was all about and, and, and to, um, you know, kind of convince us of the truth of the fact that he is who he said he was. Mm-hmm. He, he accomplished what he said he was coming to accomplish. Yeah. A professor of mine at, at Moody would always say you never graduate from the gospel. You could graduate from high school, <laughs> you could graduate from Moody, but you never graduate from the gospel. That's and good. I, I think that is like really what the Holy Spirit does is continuously remind us of what Jesus did for us uh, or, or what Jesus could do. Yeah. For you. yeah. Wow. I, I really like that a lot. You know, and so, so then Grace, uh, uh, Greg also then talked about how the Holy Spirit points out our weaknesses so that, not, not just because he likes to point and laugh at us, he's not that right. type of yeah. God, um, but he points out our weaknesses so that we can do something about them. And uh, I, I made a connection with something that has been coming up a lot in my life here recently. Mm-hmm. And with what Greg was talking about in terms of the Holy Spirit pointing out our weaknesses, I drew a connection to, between that and 2 Corinthians 12, 9, yeah. where in in... 2 Corinthians 12, 9, it talks about, um, you know, God's grace being sufficient for us, but then also about how his power is made perfect in weakness. So his power proven or perfected in our weaknesses. And, you know, I mean, nobody enjoys having their weaknesses pointed out. Greg kind of made a little bit of a joke about that uh, in the service. And he's totally right. Like, that's not one of those things that we're like lifting up our hands saying, please point out my weaknesses. I love to hear that. Nobody enjoys that. Nobody likes that. But it's important that we hear that and that we listen to that, especially when it is God that's pointing that out to us, when it's the Holy Spirit pointing that out to us, because the Spirit of God points out our weaknesses, because that is where God's power is shown. I I, kind of think of it like a crossroads, right? We have, um, you have our faithfulness to continue to do the things that we're being asked to do and taught to do and told to do. And then we have God's power. And I, I kind of feel like, our weaknesses are the points where those things intersect, hmm. right? So like uh, our faithfulness to do something despite maybe our deficiency or we know we're not particularly good at this, but I know I'm being instructed to do it, so I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's the point where God is able to reveal and show his power the most because yeah. we can't sit back then at that at that point and say, well, I was just really good at that. That's just me. I'm right. all. That's all me. Yeah. No, those are the points where you know, our faithfulness to continue to to try and to do what we're supposed to do, despite weakness, intersects with his power and his ability to do something through us that we wouldn't be capable of doing on our own. And the Holy Spirit points out where those intersection points are. Yeah, and, and that's what really Greg was getting at, was like the Holy Spirit uh, reveals our weaknesses just so he could, not so he could point and laugh, but <laughs> he reveals those weaknesses so we could do something about it. Yeah. And I think that crossroads, that intersection that you're talking about, it, it you know, not only does the spirit reveal, um, you know, our weaknesses and where we need to change or where we need to grow, but he also empowers us. Yeah. That. 
That's no, I, you're absolutely right. Because some of that, you know, pointing out our weakness and recognizing what our weaknesses are, some of that is going to be a need for us to continue to do things, even though we may feel like we're not particularly good at them, right? Like sharing our faith with other people who don't know Christ is not yes. something that I can say, well, I'm just not good at that, so I'm just not going to do it, right? right? That yeah. is something where I have to say, you know what, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to trust that God's power is going to intersect with my mm-hmm. faithfulness to try, and he's going to do something that otherwise I wouldn't be able to do. But there are also other points where the Holy Spirit points out our weakness so that it's a growing point for us where we can say, you know, I used to not be very good at this, but that was a weakness of mine that I realized I needed to work on. And now I'm much better at that. So there is that point of us needing to do something about some of those weaknesses and say, you know what, I can't just be satisfied with not being very good at this. Right. You can't be satisfied with the status quo. And and I, I love how Greg talked about how we could get distracted and how we could like have our weaknesses and we can know them, uh, but we could be stuck in this point where we're not doing anything about them. I, yeah. And I think a lot of, you know, I've been in there before. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people can relate with like, oh, yeah, that was revealed. And it took me a little while <laughs> before I actually got around to like sure. try, trying to fix that or work on that. And, and I think that's like a progressive thing, too. It's not like, oh, like the Holy Spirit revealed this. I'm instantly going to go fix that like right. right this moment. Yeah, It's something that you know, it's slower than that. It's more organic. And and like, I'm sure like there are definitely times where it's like this miraculously instantly happened. Sure. And, but I think there are also other times where it's like more of a slower, um, progression towards change. Yeah. I think uh, that's just the nature of human life, right? Is uh, we don't, nobody expects, and I don't think God expects to flip a switch and have all the growth that he hopes for you to accomplish in the course of your life Mm -hmm. to just magically happen overnight. Yeah. Um, Great. Yeah. It would be really awesome. I would love that. I'd be okay (laughs) with that. You know, if you want to do that, that'd be great. But, um, that's, that's not the way it works and he doesn't expect it to work that way. Mm -hmm. There is a slow progression over time. But it's a constantly moving forward. You uh, you don't just stand still. You are either moving forward or moving backward when it comes to these kinds of things. And so um, there is that constant desire to push and move forward and to continue to grow. And But it, it can take time. It can be a slow process. And I think that's understandable. And sometimes you can be like, man, I have come really, really far. And then you have a little bit of a, you know, you fall back into an old, you know, mindset or something. Yeah. And you're like, man, I, I thought I was over that, but I guess I'm not, you know? So yeah. <laughs> and a you, bump in the road. Yep, you got to yeah. come back and say, you know what? I'm still not where I was, but I still need to keep moving yeah. <laughs> forward. And like at the end of the day, like that, that was still growth. Yeah, um, it was know, even like yeah, you have part that, of the like, process step back, but you're still in that process of growing in your relationship with Jesus, which yeah. is really, you know, why we exist as a church. That's, yeah, that's what yeah. we're doing. And so Greg then also gave an example kind of of this, the story that he shared um, it, during it, while he was preaching on Sunday. It's talking about, you know, you you had this this situation where God was wanting to communicate something to a group of people. And that were gathered together for a feast. And uh, now we think of this event as Pentecost. They didn't know that then. That's yeah. they, they wouldn't. Have, <laughs> that's not what they would have called it. But uh, they were gathered together for a traditional feast time of the year. Mm-hmm. And God wanted something to be communicated with these people. But there was a weakness. There were a lot of different people with a lot of different languages represented in that group. And he needed his disciples to communicate with them. Well, they yeah. were willing. They were willing to do the speaking, but... They didn't have Google Translate. They didn't. Yeah. 
<laughs> they did not yeah. have Google Trans Translate. Siri couldn't do it for them. Right. Yeah. Uh, there just wasn't those <laughs> those types of options there, and so you have this situation where they've got no way to be understood by all these people, but they're willing to to still do what they're being asked to do. Right. So what happens? They they do what ha- they've been told to do. They speak, and the Holy Spirit steps in and makes it possible for them to be able to understood. The way the story is told is that um, essentially they spoke in the language that they knew. Mm-hmm. Everybody there heard in the language that they knew all at one time. It's not like they went around and they spoke it to you in English and then they spoke it to this person in another language and right. then this person in another language. They didn't go around to everybody individually and speak in their language because they didn't know all those languages. Mm-hmm. They spoke. The Holy Spirit made it possible for everybody to hear in their native tongue. I mean, how incredible. And then like thousands of people get saved and yeah. baptized that day. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And so again, that's the weakness was they didn't know all these languages. The Holy Spirit filled the gap on that weakness and said, look, you, your faithfulness, your willingness to do what I'm asking you to do, I'll take care of the part that only I can take care of. The Holy Spirit steps in and makes it possible for yeah. them to all be heard and understood. That's really good. It's like, crazy. You, like, again, you have that intersection of like, you know, they're called to do this, they want to do this, but they need the Holy Spirit to be able to make it happen. And that's exactly what happens. Right. Yeah. So cool. So did you have any other interesting thoughts, anything that came out to you as a part of uh, the service on Sunday? Greg didn't make this point, but kind of as I, I, I was listening and thinking about it, really the theme that kind of kept popping up for me is that the Holy Spirit really empowers us and reveals continues to reveal weaknesses for us so we could have a lifetime of growth oh man that's cool yeah it's not that we just like get our weaknesses revealed you know once or twice or a few times (laughs) it's like a content like like you said like it's a process it's something that keeps happening and which is amazing because it allows us to keep growing uh to keep becoming more like jesus um to be keep becoming people um, that are known for their love and, and that are known for what they're for. Yeah. When again, like, like you said, the, the whole point of that is for that, that life long growth, not again, not pointing out our weaknesses so that we'll feel defeated and crushed and just like, man, yeah. I'm not worth anything. I might as well stop. The whole point of that is so that we can experience that lifelong growth and continuing to be growing. Absolutely. I love that. I love the way yeah. you put that. That's really cool. So, all right. Well, we we just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about this with you guys, and we're going to try to be back here each week after uh, Greg's message. So that that uh, wraps up our time today. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have questions about the Holy Spirit as you engage with this series, or just things that you've always wondered and never been able to get answered, please uh, leave us a comment um, on YouTube if you're watching there, mm-hmm. or email us at info at faircreek.org. And uh, we will try to answer your questions on a later episode. So, yeah. yeah. And make sure you follow along uh, with the series on Sunday mornings. Yeah. Uh, if you could come in person, we'd love to see you. Uh, if not, we, you can watch us online at faircreek.online.church, uh, and we, we'd love to see you there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 9.30 and 11 o'clock on Sunday mornings. Both of those times, you can come at either time. And uh, don't miss part two of Holy Ghost Stories this Sunday. We'll see you next time. See you.